Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dak Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! This is Felix Chevrolet, a.k.a. Bag of Tricks Cat, and you're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. It's time for your Talk Time Live exclusive. You are now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Ladies and gentlemen, coming back to the show is the man who always lets you know you are now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge every time on our Talk Time Live exclusive. So it's only appropriate that we have him on Talk Time Live exclusive to talk about his new album and everything going on. He is also the man behind the Talk Time uh, Live podcast theme song along with producer Kay Murdoch. Wonderful song. Absolutely phenomenal. My my uh, Jack of uh, Spades of <laughs> Anthem, if you will. <laughs> and many other great hits and accomplishments over the years. Folks, please give a warm welcome to Philly-born Phoenix Strong hip-hop artist Megaran. What's going on, brother? Welcome back. Hey. What's going on, Dax? Thank you. That was a great introduction. <laughs> Hold on, let me get my breath back. <laughs> Luckily, I yeah, didn't I was... talk about the accolades of you know, I wouldn't. I, I would be losing my voice, right? <laughs> mm, yeah, probably be a lot. But uh, <laughs> but you did you did just right. It didn't sound like over the top, but it was just an excellent introduction. Thank uh, you. Ah, uh, much appreciated. Quite an honor to have you back. We're going to talk about your latest album, which is actually a follow up to uh ages which was an awesome album what isn't an awesome album coming from you but um this one was pretty interesting after listening to it and getting a chance to talk about it i was very happy that you came out with this follow-up to volume two in fact uh what it's called um and i felt like this was a much needed uh voice that we needed from you and your and your listeners and followers right now so um First things first, I would be remiss, before we give it to that, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you, uh, how are you and your family doing during this time of the pandemic? Oh, man, it's been rough, honestly, but um, but we're getting by, man. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I tell people a lot, what gets me kind of through this is realizing that it's not just happening to me or my family. It's it's something that we're all having to adjust to. Right. So that that kind of helps me to cope a bit. Yeah. And it's just been a learning process. Every day I learn something new about myself, about technology, about, you know, just different ways to produce content, to promote. Like it's it's learning on the fly, which is really what I've been doing pretty much ever since I started this. It's always been an unconventional path mm-hmm. to to where I've been lucky enough to get <laughs> to. So it's just it's just that now, but on like turbo speed. You know what I mean? Right. So um understatement. Yeah man, that's all. <laughs> We're just kinda waiting around hoping things get back to the way we remember them but just also realizing that there will be a major adjustment to the way things were a much needed one 
Yeah, yeah, and not not always a bad thing. Change is good, and yeah. I think that people have have to learn to adjust to it and accept it and uh, and learn from it and yeah. and come out of this better than than you went in. And I think that's where a lot of creators are right now, myself included, is trying to be better. I think not just us from our perspective, but everybody. I mean, we got a big movement going on right now, but there's a lesson to be learned by everybody in some form or case. Some more than others, I would say. But, yeah, we this is a learning process for all and hopes that by the end of this, we all come to terms together. And that word together means a lot to me this day, this, oh, uh, this yeah. day and age. So mm. I got a chance to t- uh, check. But before I do that, screw this. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. I didn't. I didn't know if you wanted to address birthday. We don't know necessarily when this is coming out, but oh, thank you. I work expeditiously, um, so hopefully I could get at least the audio or the video out. Doesn't matter. Your birthday's here. It is well celebrated. Happy birthday, brother. Thank you, man. It's, it's a blessing to have another one, man. Like that's really all we just been. You're just trying to make it, man. Every day is something, something else. It seems in this world, and uh, you know, it's without bringing it down too much, but the, the Chadwick <laughs> Boseman news, yeah. especially hit me so hard, you know, with him being basically my age. And uh how about that? I'm forty three myself. And like to hit that number and then to be like, whoa, like, wow, like this is where this guy was and what what he accomplished at the time. So it also it also inspires me to be like, all right, we gotta keep moving. Yeah. We gotta keep making great things and do the best we can. But also we gotta we gotta take care of ourselves. So it's it's putting a lot in perspective for me. And um, but yeah, it's, it's a blessing to be here. So thank you for the birthday wishes. Absolutely. So I got a chance to hear uh, your album, Ace, uh, Ages uh, Volume Two, and it's really your view of 2020 in a nutshell. And you know, to follow up to it, um, which includes appearances from of all people, Dell and the Funky Homo Sapiens, uh, mm-hmm. which wow. <laughs> And, yeah. and not only that, but many other talents that I am aware of and know of, too, that are that have made their mark in the scene. Um, before we talk about you working with Dell, uh, I do want to talk about Ages Volume in a ho- uh, volume 2 in a whole. Um, your works prior to 2020 was something that you felt needed to come out due to the circumstances going on to this country. Um, was this planned or was this... You know, I mean, obviously it wasn't planned because none of us knew that this COVID-19 or anything was coming. <laughs> but was Ages 2 Volume 2 planned? And if so, was it altered? It was planned. Uh, the title was, not anything else. <laughs> you know, there's no way I could have wrote a song called 2020 before Corona. <laughs> before Unless. Corona. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, I was definitely thinking Ages after the last one came out in, like, November I was like, okay, these are going to be like seasonal releases. Yeah. The cover was like a winter, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. This one, kind of springish, kind yeah. of summerish, mm-hmm. you know. So it's definitely on purpose. Okay. Um, I like for these things to capture little moments of where I am at that time. So the chronicling, they're like your journal, pretty much. Yes, yes, these are my my journal. I guess I could have. One reason I changed it, it was originally going to be called Pages. Mm. And and then I was like, you know what? Ages is a little more universal. So I mm. uh, took it off. And, um, <laughs> just took I off that pee. <laughs> I never told anybody that. But um, <laughs> but yeah, like originally it was just because these are literally like pages from my from my rap book. Yeah. You know, stuff that I've written over this time and uh, being able to just share where we are so that we can look back. You know, um, I talked to a couple of artists, friends, and we're split on the notion. Like, do people want to actually hear music about coronavirus times when we're living in them or 
do do you will you want to look back at this time you know when when the the movies about 2020 come out you know mm-hmm. will we even want to see it because we lived it you know <laughs> so uh it's it, it, so i was torn on both so i yeah. was like you know what i can make music about where i am right now but also where i want to be so therefore that's that's what the ages albums are about honestly if the russo brothers is doing it i wouldn't mind it <laughs> the guys who made community and what they made out of marvel i think we have an epic 2020 that looked way different than what we had on there Facts. yeah <laughs> so um let's talk about it the song entitled protoculture uh v2.0 features the legendary del and the funky homo safe del the funky homo sapiens how mm. did this come about how did you come to how did you two come together man i, I guess it was a couple of months ago uh, I'm so big on dates and releases and anniversaries and things like that. So mm-hmm. usually every album comes out around a special time for me. Yeah. This album is around my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized his song Protoculture came out in 2000. So that mm-hmm. was 20 years ago. Right. And he's talking about how much he loved video games. He's talking about like getting really cool like imports and, and stuff like that. So <sighs> he was so yes. ahead of his time. Yes. with what he was talking about <laughs> and i was like man dell is literally living in the future mm-hmm. you know like constantly he's he's thinking 10 years ahead of the, the game so right. when i realized it was the anniversary and that song inspired so many nerd rappers like whenever we do um any sort of panels yeah whether it's packs or wherever we talk about the history of npc we talk about the history of video games. i do music. remember you talking about this during uh san diego comic-con absolutely yeah and so it always comes up and I was like, wow, you were inspired by that, too. And you and you and you. Mm-hmm. I was like, OK, well, 20 years, I can't let the anniversary of this song go by without doing something for it. Right. So I was going to do the song just without him. But I didn't think that would quite be right, right. to cover it without his blessing. So <laughs> got on Twitter one day, you know, like I do. And I was just like, yo, somebody tell Dell that I have a great thing for him. Mm-hmm. And. You know, the rest is history, man. People start retweeting. People start messaging me like, oh, did you you know that Dell is like my homie's friend, you know? Right, so right. Like, what, really? <laughs> yeah, the homie of a homie of a friend of a friend of a friend. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, follow-up game goes into full effect. <laughs> I was like, give me your homie's number. Right. And then I will talk to him and try to get his homie's number. And then try to get his homie's number. And then try to get Dell's yes. number. And then it eventually worked out, man. Um, I got to thank my man A.O., uh, Aaron, he's from the Bay Area, dope up and coming uh, rap lyricist as yeah. well as um, mix engineer. Ao Lyrical is his name. Mm-hmm. He hooked me up with Ku. Ku is Chaos Unique, who also featured on the original Protoculture track. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, yeah, Ku's my mentor, so mm-hmm. he knows how to reach Dell. Yeah. And then um, Ku told me, look, man, I just let you know, Dell is like a, a mountain man. He's he's like so unreachable mm-hmm. and he's like he doesn't respond a lot. He's just he's a hermit and he doesn't really come <laughs> out. He doesn't he doesn't really do much. Just him and the goat. But I can try, yeah. <laughs> but we gonna try. And man, I just threw the Hail Mary lob, man. I just I DM'd him, I tweeted him, wow. I texted him. I love it. And uh and then he got back. And then we just for the last two weeks have been just basically just nerding out about video games. That's he nice. tells me about a new game on Steam. I go buy it. I tell him <laughs> about a game. He buys it. We're talking about Streets of Rage. We're talking about um, he he loves these like bullet hell games mm-hmm. um, and like the old school style. And, like yeah. you know, I really enjoy those games as well, too. So he told me about this other game. 
Silver uh, something. I don't know. It, it was it was way too hard for me. But he likes <laughs> super hard games. And right. so yeah, man, we just started building. And I was like, dude, let's do a song. And he's like, you want to revisit that old song? And I was like, yeah, man. Like I don't know if you know how many people this inspired. And he's like, all right, cool. Like, and it's the <laughs> song that he didn't do a video to. Like right. this was not a single. It was never like a. This really, was strictly really, underground. Yeah, strictly underground, B-side, C-side material yeah. <laughs> that just, like, took off in the underground. So, um, so yeah, he was, like, really surprised. Like, really? People yeah. still talk about that song? And uh, and so we started working on it, man. And, gosh, he, he, like, killed it. He wrote he wrote and sent me back a verse within a couple days. And uh, the rest is history, man. Like, I'm just super proud it happened. Not even just to be able to check off, like, oh, I work with Dell. Yeah. But so much of me and my career is about giving back to the things that have inspired me, you know, whether it be games, comics, Philly, the, the block, you Mm. know, whatever. And you do. (laughs) These things are so important to me. So I try to mention them however I can, and then like, just give some type of homage. And so to be able to go back to a song that inspired me 20 years ago and, and be able to revisit it with that person's blessing was, was just like super dope. And so shout out to them. Yeah. So you've done albums before where you had to uh, like about one or two songs that, you know, at a time in your albums, you know, along the way that spoke consciously about social issues. But how does this compare to other tracks or in or in terms or, or other albums in terms of educating and informing uh, your listeners to what is going on and, and your thoughts on it? Mm. Well, I feel like the album before this uh, two hands up. With yeah. young RJ, yes, is to me, I, it's it says so much of this stuff better than I ever could have said it before or after. Yeah. And we wrote this album last year, like last fall, and it came out in May. And right, probably a week later, was George Floyd, and like so many other things started happening. And I was like, wow, like we couldn't have timed it any better. Unfortunately, because the more things change, the more they stay the same. You would hope so, it's just like a pass note. Yeah, like the last ages on the intro, I'm talking about uh, John Botham, who was uh, a Botham John, who was like shot in his house by the by Amber Geiger. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was November. It was last year. Yeah. So now, now to come out and I could just switch a name to Breonna Taylor, and it's the same. And it's thing. unfortunately still going on. <laughs> and it's so wild, like to to think, like all you got to do is just substitute names out. And then the, the news is not changing. My TMZ so, notifications are consistent. It, yeah, it is unfortunate. It, it's nuts, man. So, uh, so with things like that happening, like how could I not write about it? You know yeah. what I mean? I look at it like, yo, I love video games, I love comic books, but if I don't talk about what's really happening in the world, I feel like I'm doing myself and people who listen to me a disservice. Mm-hmm. You know, because they may not get it from from anybody else. You know, like I know my favorite anime rappers or nerd rappers are not necessarily talking about this stuff. Right. So uh, I don't want people to not think that either. I don't know. I don't care. Mm -hmm. You know, things like that. So I want people to know where I stand for sure. I definitely I I can tell you, I definitely appreciate that you did this and you did all of your conscious, you know, um, you know, albums and tracks and everything, because it is a side of you that like, all right, we got the fun part, but let's keep it real for a minute. You know, Mm -hmm. and that means a lot to me. And that's why I've hung on to you for so long. And I'm absolutely honored to have you a part of the ACMG, you know, uh, lifespan, 
you know, mm, per se. Thank you. You know, when I when I play your music, when I play your song, it is like literally an honor for me to play it because I know how much of an actual hero you are to me in the sense of you are a educator. You are a guy who has went through it. You put in the work. You just talked about like you gave us a lesson alone. Just talked about how you got to Dell. And that's mm. something that like a lot of people, especially in our community, don't exactly do as much as they should, and we should all have the initiative and assertiveness to reach out. We got a lot of work to do, but just to see people like you out there with your following, your platform, it's just an awesome thing to see, no doubt. Thank you. Uh, yeah, a lot of folks, man, they look at me like, oh, I don't want to chase after this this person or this guy or this yeah. this look. Uh, you know, people look at it like it, it's a weird stigma to it, like like you're thirsty or something. Yeah. But like, I think it's it's just being motivated. Yeah. You know, like, why can't you be motivated to chase the thing that you want? Like, Absolutely. is everything supposed to come to you and knock on your door? You know, like, no, nah. <laughs> <laughs> don't work that way. So I I always feel like, man, I've been Hallelujah. chasing my, my, yeah, man, my entire career. I've been chasing. And like, and man, they tell you like, yo, even from any any basic religion, they tell you like, OK, the higher power helps people who help themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like faith without works is dead. You know what I mean? All these things are all over every scripture and every religion. Like you got to get out and work. And when people see the work and and experience the work and and appreciate the work, that's when blessings come to you. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You got to work. You got to hustle. You got to put it in, bro. Exactly. Like I would not be here talking to you if that wasn't the case. (laughs) <laughs> that's just true you get it you get it oh i, I more than get it it's still coming <laughs> like the, the, like the rewards are coming to you know and that means you also have to go through the trial and tribulation sometime too it's not all going to be peachy you're not going to get a every yes you're going to get some no's sometime but i can tell you way back of all the news that i got to the yeses i got now so yo i've man i get several no's a day like even to this day <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i just got told no right before i got on the phone with you and like you know what i'm saying like right. it's just another day it's mm-hmm. like i'm gonna ask you get you I'll do yeah you do tend no. to get used to it after a while because you know that you've had more successes than fails or the successes outweighed they outweigh the failures absolutely man that's for sure and you don't know till you try i gotta shoot that shot mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. Let's go back to San Diego Comic-Con because I mentioned that. And this year, of course, with everything changing for the first time ever, we got a virtual version of this experience, which I thought they overall, they did a pretty good job. I thought your panel and particularly production wise was really good. I really, really enjoyed what, uh, that panel. And it, one, it made me like wish I was back there in that, in that area. Cause I, I just being there live to see all you guys talk about comics and, uh, hip hop. It's just an awesome thing. And the fact that they got, you know, play from kitten play this time around was awesome too. Um, how was this? How was that approach to you? Like, you know, you knew you wasn't, you guys weren't going to be able to do it, but who brought it up? How did it? Uh, it was weird, man. But uh, <laughs> but it turned out dope. Like, shout out to Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed is the guy who the brains behind the hip hop uh, and comics panel. He's right. been doing that New York Comic Con, at, at, uh, WonderCon. He's yeah. done it everywhere. And um, usually the San Diego one is like the big one. Yeah. You know, so he brings out really dope surprise guests. Like, it gets really dope. So this time he was like, hey, he got everybody on the email and was like, can y'all just give me five to ten minutes? Just kind of a spiel on what you do and how hip hop and comics has, has uh, influenced it. Yeah. And then, you know, just give us a little bit of like answer a few of these questions, like questions that I get people that ask me, right. you know, and I was like, all right, cool. 
And then he did an awesome edit job and, and was able to just splice together everything we talked about, mm-hmm. moving people forward, backwards, front to the front, to the back, to the middle, yep. and making it feel <laughs> seamless. And I said, and I was like, that's what a lot of people don't do with a lot of these virtual panels. That's the, that was the that was the clear standout thing that I noticed mm-hmm. of all the panels. I've been watching panels all day as if I was actually there. The difference mm-hmm. is my ass was in a seat, <laughs> and yet for some reason, even afterwards, I still felt tired. <laughs> wow. I mean, not, it's, it's, it sure is great not having to stand in a line for a panel. That is true, that but at the same time, it, it was like, it's it's bittersweet because, yeah, you got the chance to like sit at the seat of your pants at home, but at the same time, you just don't have that aura and that experience yeah. that you get that when you're The magic of yeah. Comic-Con is something, man. And that and Capcom booth. never been, I would say. <laughs> man, they're probably going to. I mean, they sell out every year. But yeah. the next time it's in person again, Woo! I think it's going to go explosion. It is good. Every, every you know one of them. Every one of them. Even New York as well. I mean, like, you know what the, the bad part is? I Every year, New York gets uh, taken away from me. This is supposed to be my first year I was supposed to go to New York Comic Con. Oh. And and Dang. I was supposed to be doing a panel. Oh, <laughs> oh that hurts, bro. It yeah, hurts New because York, I... New York Comic Con is dope. Like, I heard. I, I will say it's. It feels almost bigger than or as big as San Diego. It is every. I hear that it is, and I, and I look at the numbers every time, uh, every year. The numbers are getting so close to it now. Rep- look, working with Repop uh, for the last three years, like I have been doing, is there. I, I see why their portfolio is the way it is, and why they're no joke, and why these guys are, you know, heading to that level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're yeah. they're awesome. They're absolutely awesome. They but, are, yeah. man. They, they work out. They work some miracles. I mean, New York <laughs> one is, I think, more you get more like in like lane crowding where yeah. you're like kind of stuck up against people a lot. Because more it's New York, York and I yeah, think San Diego did a really good job of of spreading out and keeping. They got people there keeping the lines moving. Yeah. And like, I don't feel super claustrophobic, but uh, in New York, <laughs> I definitely got got a little claustrophobic. Wow. I was like, OK, I don't want to. I don't want to do this because it's not in a convention like center, this. right? It, too close to people. Ah. But wait, it's not in a convention you know. center. Whereas it's like it's like in a hotel of some sorts. Uh, it's in the Javits Center, which is a right. convention center. Okay, and it's pretty big. It's it's but in comparison to San Diego, Com- is, it's a complete separate area. Like okay, it's like downstairs. So it's 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 really it's pretty big. Okay, uh, yeah, the Javits is a, a brand new, like really nice. Uh, structure yeah. that's like well set up. Like it's just that it it just gets packed. It's, it's just, so, so bad because it's so bad because like um we my wife and I went before this whole COVID or during COVID and we didn't know that COVID was going around right, right, in January. Yeah. It's probably, before, it's probably during COVID. Because by the way, we got sick immediately after. <laughs> like Everybody atrocious. I was just gonna say we we me at home we talk about all the time like yo we had this <laughs> like I really believe we had this. At some point last year, to going to all these wrestling shows, comic cons, mm-hmm. and then getting sick afterwards. You didn't you know, go to uh, the, the you didn't go to Jericho. We've been talking. You about. didn't go to Jericho Cruise, did you? No, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't go to Jericho Cruise. That oh man, I was like that looks like Corona stew. But uh, but I went on the Joko Cruise, not the Jericho Cruise, but mm-hmm. the Jonathan Colton Cruise, which okay. um was a blast, and mm. I was like the best time i'd ever had and i'm really glad i did it It was my last live performance wow was on that boat we went we went to the dominican republic and did a land show and so i got the chance to play in the dominican and that was my last live rap show like wow. it's the last time that i've been in front of people so it's really dope to say that like it wasn't just like me playing <laughs> on the corner to, to 10 people right. it's like yo i played in the dominican republic right. outdoors 
for you know hundreds of people you know locals included and uh yeah it was it was awesome uh the the jonathan colton cruise is probably the best time i'd ever had like me and my wife went we're out for a week at sea with amazing musicians some of the smartest people i'd ever seen yeah and uh and it was just super fun right so basically um I haven't seen you in person since last year at the uh, neck uh, the Kung Fu necktie or the oh, necktie Kung right. Fu Kung Fu necktie when I you you invited me uh, down Facts, yeah Banks. oh awesome uh, show Mike Voss opened that show yeah that was awesome man that was, was a great great in the yeah. like anytime I come to Philly man it's like a family reunion man I'm like. I don't even want to perform. I just want to sit and talk and hug everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> More than ever a, now, right? <laughs> right. It, it was a great time, man. That was awesome. No, I, I thought you were going to say, I almost forgot about that show. I thought you were going to say the, the Keystone uh, Comic Con. Oh, no, God. That was a year was prior year to that. that. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. No, this time you like, you. I remember because you, ta- you uh, text me and say, like, I'm coming into town. You know, co- you know, why don't you stop by the, uh, the, um, down at, what is it, Fishtown? Where you're at? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, all right, bet. Like, you know, I'm not going to get this chance. And I'm stuck in the house all the time anyway. So why not? And it, I had an absolutely great time. I love hearing you and I love hearing all the people that you always bring in. Uh, you always bring a collaborative, a really creative collaborative bunch. Like every, like even the other time, uh, when, uh, what was it? What was the uh, spot where you wore the uh, ACMG uh, hoodie that I got, that I did for you? Um, I forgot. Yeah, I remember wearing it. That yeah. was uh, that was like the wrestling uh weekend. Show. Yes. Um, where did we play? The fire, I think, on Gerard. No, it wasn't a fire. Was it? No. Uh, I thought it was, but maybe not. Um, I, it was the same place that I first met um DJ Cutman, uh, ages ago. He usually oh the um, the lounge was it the lounge? Mocha? Yes, was yes, it? yes. That's Phil what it was. Mocha. That yeah. Place is dope. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, you had a collect, uh, collective bunch. You had, uh, you know, Samus on that Samus, one, and yeah, uh, none like Joshua. Oh God, none like Joshua. My God, that dude blew us, uh, folks. I'm pretty sure I've posted about him ages ago, but if you haven't, that Ultra Instinct mode is still on my playlist. <laughs> oh my God, jeez! Every show where he played Ultra Instinct mode, I j- had to jump up. I'd be like, um, and like I've just started watching Rick and Morty. I'm super late to it. No, I, so, I trust me, I'm a late bloomer too. But I'm I'm glad I did started popping but it's on freaking it. Freaking genius! So it when is. I finally got to Evil Morty, uh, that's like <laughs> none like Joshua's biggest song. Is Evil Morty? Which is the Citadel like, uh, episode? I, I understand now. <laughs> like all these nights I was bobbing my head to it, but looking strange, like what is he talking about? <laughs> but now I get it. I just right. started season four. Uh, that show is freaking brilliant. man. It is. When you when you take all the like, the, thank goodness he doesn't like uh, spit up or hiccup anymore <laughs> or drunk. And I think that was the turn off for me. But when I got through that part and started re- checking out the narrative of at each episode, I was like, wow, I'm, I was just blown away as you are with it, too. So I, I'm digging it. But. My question in regards to that, I, dig- I digress. But my question to that is, um, aside from the touring, what aren't you doing right now uh, as far mm. as uh, and prior to COVID-19? Mm. Um, wow, that's a good question. Because you're still keeping it you, you, I mean, touring still keeping mostly, it moving. most of my life. Right. Um, so I'm not flying on airplanes. Uh, I'm not going to wrestling shows. Unfortunately. Um, you know, um, not going to comic cons, not touring, mm-hmm. um, not going even like the little things I, I enjoy doing, like 
going to, you know, going shopping, like going to the store or, yeah. you know, grocery shopping. Now we do pickup or, or delivery. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, I mean, I'm still playing video games. God bless that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thank goodness for that, man. If if if, the, if that has stopped, I wouldn't know what to do. Look, it's the um, one thing that I've always said, and one of the biggest reasons why I said I don't understand why we can't handle what's going on right now because we have all this entertainment. Can you imagine if this was in the 1960s or the 50s or the, even the no. 70s to some extent, where we did or, uh, in the 80s because we didn't have we got we we were still a yeah. tracking, but we didn't have this much type of technology that can you know, that we can consume and entertain us and keep us in a calm place. It just amazes me how I feel like we have this spoiled, you know, uh, attitude about things yeah. and not realizing how really great we have right now, all things considered. That's true. Yeah. If we were stuck in, in the 60s and 70s, like, it would be really difficult because, like, all kids did then was go outside. Right. Like, kids these days don't really care about that. We're so, the last generation that actually went outside. You do realize that, right? Yeah, yeah. So now, like, nobody's doing that. So there's there's no – yeah, like, there, we wouldn't have anything to do if there was no technology, streaming, uh, games, and music. And, like, everything is here. Like, right. but back in the day, you had to go to the freaking Sam Goody to get a CD. Like, Absolutely. You know? So Tower Records, all that. Your, yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't even be able to hear your new music. Like, it would just be nuts. So, uh, yeah, it's really not that bad, honestly. A lot of people that I've run into, they're like, oh, I'm a homebody anyway. So I've been enjoying this. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, I mean, too much of anything can kind of take you over the top. You right. know, so even if it's staying at home, like not having the option to get out is uh, is a little hard to take. But mm -hmm. but, yeah, I'm I'm really like I'm adjusted, I would say. I mean, they yeah. say you do something a couple months. It's, it's definitely habit. So mm -hmm. now, like streaming online, I still get my my little my fix uh, is human interaction. Like, mm. that's my thing. Like, I'm so big on that. I need to talk to people. Right. I need to know how people are doing. Share, you know, ideas. Share, you know, just things we're into, what we like, what food we're eating, whatever. Right. I just need to know that stuff, you know, because that just makes me, you know, uh, I think more fulfilled. Yeah. So being able to talk to people on live streams and, and chats and uh, things like that have been really helpful. Awesome. Speaking of games, we're going to flip the script real quick. What are you playing right now? What's, what is the uh, hottest game that's playing in your life right now? Uh, hottest game is Ghosts of Tsushima, for <laughs> sure. That game is fire. Have you beat it um, yet? No, I'm taking my time. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I only get to play it like every like two days a week, right. like between all the other stuff I do. But yeah. like weekends, I really I go hard. I play a couple hours. I'm trying to platinum it, so I don't want to... <laughs> What else? Fall Guys I've been into. Mm. Super fun. I'm not very good at it, but it's fun. <laughs> um, man, I just played the Alpha to 30XX. Mm. Have you have you seen that? It's a no. sequel to 20XX. Mega Man type clone for Steam. Oh, wait, that uh, one. No, I actually own, I think, the prior games, but I haven't I got the recent one. Oh, the old one's dope. But I love how cheap they are, by the way. I don't understand yeah. why they're so cheap, but they're, cheap, but they're I, really great quality I, games. I'd pay 50 bucks for it. I would. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is it's, what it is. It's like some of these, some of these indie games are really, really awesome. <laughs> Absolutely, I was like, yo, Capcom or somebody needs to just call them and be like, yo, let's work. Like, um, that game's dope. Uh, just started, really got big into NBA 2K all hmm. of a sudden. Like, I don't know what happened. Like, I played <laughs> this game for months, and then I was like, you know what? Let me mess with this like create a team thing and try that. 
And uh, and I just started having a blast. I made my team the the Wakanda Panthers. And, uh, <laughs> and you're able yeah, because man. it's 2K. You're able to uh, implement those the uh, actual logos and emblems and everything yeah, to yeah, customize it. Like import your own logo. So I got Black Panther everywhere in my, <laughs> in my stadium and on my jerseys. Like it's really dope. Like being able to do that has made it super. Fun. That was the one thing I did love about 2K's uh, creative suite, which is actually, if I'm correct, is actually Uke's uh, creative suite. Uh, if I'm correct, but like I, that, was, that was what used to draw me into WWE 2K was that creative factor that you used to bring in, and then you could just pretty much do anything. Like mm-hmm. I, I haven't, I haven't played the the last WWE game, but I still play 18 on the Switch. Believe it or not, in 19 on there, like yeah, it's as crappy as 18 is on the Switch. It is actually playable enough for me to still do things with. But uh, 19 is probably the last great WWE game. That yeah, I think so. Made. 19 was really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, the creation tools are just so good. But with wrestling, they've always taken a long time to load up for me. Like every <laughs> time, like, But with, with NBA, man, it's just in a snap. Really? Dude. You just throw it in. It's like, clack, 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 and it's just right there. Like, hmm. no problem, no waiting. But, yeah, when I, when I try to create wrestlers and stuff, it usually seems like it takes a lot longer. Yeah. But, um. But just to like to make it look like it belongs in the game, like yeah. that's so important to me. Like I don't want it to look like, oh, this this is obviously a creator. No, my thing, thing is my, my characters always look like they are Jim Lee drawing characters. Yeah, like that's <laughs> and that takes time to give it yeah. that type of effort. So now I've really got into creation, man. Mm-hmm. And so a buddy of mine said he I should probably get into MMOs because MMOs are also usually allow you to have a big like, a really deep, deep creative suite and stuff like that. Creation. So yeah. I might. Uh, some of my buddies been trying to get me into Final Fantasy 15. I may jump into that for a little bit. That was one of my favorite Final Fantasy games up until uh, Seven Remake. Yeah. Oh, I, Final wow. Fantasy 15. The and I'm not an RPG fan, but they made it for me. <laughs> you know, in term okay. in terms of uh, gameplay and control scheme, um, nice. because I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of the turn base. I've recently braved it out and started venturing into more you know uh, JPJ JRPG games, mm-hmm. but. It's still not my thing, depending on which one it is. But right. Final Fantasy Fifteen, the story, uh, Noctis, the the narrative, everything—it was just beautifully done. I understand why it took them over a decade to make, and <laughs> and yeah. and then like that was my favorite Final Fantasy game until remake just blew my mind. So remake, yeah, Seven remake was awesome. Uh, I don't know when we're gonna get the next one, but uh, look, uh, I, this one was I'm satisfying enough, that. especially how things ended. In a yeah, say, yeah. Absolutely. I think they, they did, I think really they I, I think they did it in a sense that like they don't know how long it's going to end. So let's give them somewhat of a of a good <laughs> feeling on the way out. Right, no, don't right. leave them on too much of a cliffhanger. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's go it's going to be a while. Like y'all just sit tight. <laughs> so what is your I may go back and platinum that too, I think, cause I, I I'm I, I I love it. Every bit of it. Everything that they did. The representation, I should say in that game was absolutely breathtaking. I I up until just recent with this game uh called Captain Subasa. Uh, and Rise of the New Champions, a soccer, like an anime soccer game. I have not seen that many people of color and, you know, us in a game at once. But Final Fantasy VII did it. It, it really did it in terms of, um, you know, diversity, uh, LGBT, huge um, support and pride of uh, LGBTQ um, nice. in there. And just everything. It was just so awesome. I, I really appreciated what they did with that, uh, with that project. But uh, it was worth the wait for me. What is your... Favorite go back to game like this. Everybody has a game that like they can they can keep playing for like ever every once in a while and just go back to. Do you mm. have one? Uh, I say Street Fighter. 
honestly. Um, any Street Fighter, usually, I can go back to. Street Fighter Five is free, I think, yeah. on PlayStation right now. Yeah. So I'll probably go back to that. <laughs> um, that's definitely one for me. Destiny, I go back on hmm. once in a while and have a good time with. And uh, the old standby favorite is Call of Duty and Modern mm. Warfare. Like I feel like you can always pick it up and play and have a good time with it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I go back to those games a awesome. lot. Speaking of Street Fighter, what do you? What is your thoughts on uh, Yoshinori Ono leaving uh, Capcom? Uh, it's very sad. This is. It, it reminds me of when Inafune left. You know. It, well, well, it, is it, it the same thing? Because he left on some really bad terms. Well, yeah, that's true. I, I guess <laughs> it's not the same as far as the business side of it. Yeah. To me, just, just the like, sadness of their the connections. Same. Of what it could mean for the for the franchise, yeah. I think is 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 similar to me. So um, I, I hate to see people go, but I do understand like growth and and moving on is important. Yeah. So uh, you know, I'm I'm very excited to see what happens next. You know, yeah. what he does next. But outside of that, like I don't know, like where this is gonna leave. You know, Street Fighter Six. I don't know. It might might be a while. <laughs> he made he put a big impact into fighting games, not only just the franchise, but the fighting game genre. Period, man. It, yeah. it, he did some amazing things. It was great that I actually got a chance to see him in person, and uh, you know, got a chance to meet him at you know SDCC. It was it's, he's just been an awesome influence awesome. in my one of my favorite my genres. Favorite. Yeah, for so sure. you know, awesome. So let's flip the script again. One of your other favorite pastimes. What is your thoughts on the COVID era of pro wrestling right now? Oh, man, it's rough, <laughs> um, to be honest. You know, and I get it. Like, you can go back to where, you know, when it first started and they were playing, they're doing empty arena stuff, and it just didn't really have that same pizzazz. But we were all learning on the fly. So yeah. to be able to see them also go through those growing pains was, um, you know, kind of cool. Yeah. But, yeah, WWE hasn't, to me, really been the same since it all went down yeah. oh, God. and and i guess it's you know because a lot of their stuff is so built on high production values and things like that and then when you're not able to do those things mm-hmm. it, it can really change what you know it, once it gets stripped down to bare bones yeah you kind of see it for what it is like is this is this you know not not that it's not good wrestling but is it the best wrestling you know right. like is it they like, put it on the best product they could put on you know well it's like the the talent is not the issue no, <laughs> that, no, that's no. that's for sure. No, no, it's never been the talent. They have the best people in the world, you yeah. know. And uh, but yes, there's always so many different things with production and stories and storytelling hasn't even been great lately. So I think AEW though has been killing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really, really happy with what they've done since I think since Corona times, AEW has kind of overtaken. You mm-hmm. know, they've closed the gap at least a lot. Yeah. You know, within that time, because they were still going through their growing pains, mm-hmm. and then they've hit a stride. And that's probably, because, and they're still only not even a year old. Let's take note yeah, of that. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. It's not even a year. Yeah. Like, and the stuff that they've been able to do, the stars that they've been able to make, you know, within this little bit of time, yeah, is, is super impressive. And man. still making for that for that matter. I mean, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. look at what they did with Eddie Kingston recently. <laughs> oh right, God. right. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for the future. So what they're doing right now, I really love it. And, um, you know, I can't wait to see more. Look, all um, I know is I, that I still have my ticket in, in lock, on lock for next year. Yeah. <laughs> I am, that thing's not moving. I'm like, I'm not leaving. My, I'm not moving my seat. <laughs> uh-huh. Absolutely. <laughs> so um i want to give you another thanks for coming on on your birthday at that man it's just been always course, a man. pleasure to get you on the show to and also to say thank you um not only to 
everything that you've done, but everything that you've done for me. And I got to tell you, you've been a definite influence in my life and an impact in my life uh, through song and through thought. And I just want to take the time on video now <laughs> and in a person just to say thank you, man. You, you honestly like one of my heroes. Thank you, bro. I, I appreciate that so much, man. It is an honor. Like from to, Philly to bound too, bro. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I'm gonna always look out for Philly, man. So uh, that's just that's nothing, man. Anything you ever need from me, man, you got it. Most appreciated. So my last question to you, though, before we get to the plugs and all that stuff, is what are your plans for 2021? Have you thought ahead? Do you guys have anything that mm-hmm. you can, you know, bust out right now? <laughs> Not really, man. Um, I, I don't know, you know, because we don't know what the world's gonna look like. Yeah. Uh, so there's like this plan a and then there's the plan b and then the plan c and d you know i'll mm-hmm. definitely be writing more music i'm working on a new follow-up with young rj yeah follow up two hands up uh it's gonna come probably next year or late this year maybe yeah. um we've talked about tours but we don't know what that's gonna look like yet yeah um i've seen a lot of different ideas from smaller venues or bigger venues with smaller capacities yeah um from you know, playing two or three shows a night, doing it like, you know, like stand up comedians do right. where you do like the early show and the late show. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of different ideas or outdoors or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but I don't know, you know, but I would like to get back to touring. I miss the people. I miss the, the high fives and the handshakes, you know. <laughs> uh, so hopefully that's going to get back. But the one definite I could say is I'll still be writing because mm-hmm. I write every day. So there's new music coming. There will be new uh, wrestling-related endeavors awesome. that I can't say too much about. Oh, and, before uh, I do, I can say mm-hmm. something in this matter. Um, you're working with Retromania Wrestling, too. You got I got to hear your music in that yeah. as well. So I'm waiting for that game to come out, whatever. Oh it gets so close. It looks so good, man. I appreciate the fact that they're taking their time with it, too. You know, they haven't Please say it that. Out. <laughs> like, dude, I mean, when, 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 when people move games back, I get excited. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody gets mad, but I I celebrate. I'm like, yes. Like, you know how much strength it takes, like, as a guy who creates things and puts yeah. them out on release dates, how much strength it would take, you know, for somebody to be like, all right, guys, we're pushing this back. Mm-hmm. Like, work harder on what you're doing because we're going to take more time. Absolutely. Like, that takes so much when everybody, when there's thousands of people who want this thing yesterday, for you to talk to your team and be like, you know what? Take your time. Like, that means the world to me. Especially so when the intentions is to add more, and that's exactly what they've been doing. Yeah. Like we got it's a like whole bunch to fix some things. He said, "Oh, it's a little big buggy. I don't really like it the way this is going. Yeah, I'm going to make this right." And, and like I appreciate that. And shout out to Mike Herman, who like I talked to him like recently, uh, and it, you know he he's been such a nice guy since I met him as well. Um, and he is brutally honest. Which is something mm-hmm. that you don't see in a lot of development companies, or indie or main. And the fact that he's showing his content on a weekly YouTube vlog, and not hiding away that there are situations within it, but we're fixing the situations, mm-hmm. is very brave and and endearing to. And it says a lot for what he thinks of his fan base and the people that are investing in this. For sure, yeah, I I love it, man. Mike's a good dude, man. Yeah. Working really hard. And uh, I want this game to get all the props it deserves. Yeah. So uh, I appreciate him taking the time to make it right. Yeah, I look forward to having him on uh, when this whole thing's over and everything too, man. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, you know, it's funny. I was just talking to somebody about. Um, I was just talking to uh, actually not somebody actually. Uh, 
what is his name? Josh Sherman, who was on this show last time. Uh, he is the now ring announcer for the game. Mm, <laughs> so nice. he's on it. So I'm like, I am now in the center of all these people that I know are connected to this game. <laughs> so. That's pretty dope. That is dope to hear. Um, when we I played it at PAX. And it was super fun then. Wasn't it? Uh, yeah, even if it was just a demo, right? Like, yeah, the demo. It was up, the uh, controls were really well done at that time, and it was way. Smooth. It was what, like twenty, twenty five percent at the time. Yeah, like controls were super smooth. I played Blue Meanie in it, and he, mm. he beat me a couple times, so I owe him a, a rematch when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, again, uh, thank you so much for being on the show, man. You've been awesome. Right now, we, uh, this is your time. Give you your plugs. Let everybody know where they can find you, follow you, and, uh, you know, listen to all your new content. Nice. Okay. Well, uh, let me start first with the thing that I'm giving the absolute most uh, effort to these days is Twitch. I've been streaming mm-hmm. four to five times a week, uh, video games, um, interviews, music performances. We mm-hmm. did a beat battle last night. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we do all types of things. There's all types of fun content that's going on there, which is twitch.tv slash mega underscore ran. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's something called September. So for the entire month, the subscriptions are half off. Ah. But I still get paid the same amount. So it's still a pretty <laughs> awesome thing. Um, and those go directly to making the mega making house mega ran continue to to pump out stuff for y'all do you still do you have that same deal that like wrestling wrestling observer has where like if you have a prime account and you use your prime deal to mm-hmm. you know go yeah. in you okay yeah you want to you may yeah. want to let them know about that too absolutely if you have amazon prime uh you are since since uh amazon bought twitch you are connected which means that you can use that twitch prime or amazon prime to use twitch prime mm-hmm. which gives you a free one month subscription Free, which I still get paid off of. Mm-hmm. You use what we call Bezos bucks mm-hmm. to pay for that one. You using <laughs> Jeff Bezos money? He don't. He don't need it. So he uses. No, money. he does not. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you're Amazon Prime like me, getting packages uh, two, three times a week, then um, you get a free subscription. So go on and just it'll just click in and it'll it'll connect them all to it by itself. So go to twitch.tv slash mega underscore ran for that uh, music. You can always get from me at megaramusic.com. Um, I, that's, that goes right to my band camp, which is all my direct uploads straight mm-hmm. from me. Uh, Ages Volume 2 is not there yet. It will be there tomorrow mm-hmm. because Bandcamp is doing a no-fee Friday. Mm. So on that Friday, that's another great way to support any of your favorite local mu- or musicians or underground cats because Bandcamp takes no fees. 100% right. of the music money goes right to them, right to their pockets so they can keep awesome. making more music. Uh, so those are the best ways to support uh, Patreon, I do two new songs a month that you can only find there. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm about to put up, I'm about to do that right now before I get off the computer. And I'm about to upload a new song that I wrote for Xavier Woods. <laughs> and uh, so you will be able to hear that for the world does. And um, <laughs> and plenty more happening. So I'm doing all kinds of stuff. Um, let's see, I'm playing video games. I'm making beats. I'm writing music. I'm, You're keeping sanity. Keeping my sanity, um, you know, hanging out with my wife and doing all that. So, uh, so yeah, man, just just being a being a, a good family man, but also learning something new every day to, to be creative. So, uh, you can get my Twitter, which is all my up to the minute updates at Mega Ran. It looks like Meg Ryan because it's close together and there's a capital R, but it's not. 
Uh, no, I get that once a day. I thought that said Meg Ryan. Nah, even in this day and age, Meg Ryan ain't. She ain't killing it like this. She nah. probably she probably don't even have a Twitter account at this point. She probably ain't got no Twitter. You know, <laughs> she definitely ain't, ain't rapping. So, uh, so yeah, check that out. It's not Meg Ryan, but it's Mega Ryan. Don't say uh, that. And one day you come in, and all of a sudden she busts through the door, and she about to battle you. <laughs> like, yo. Yo, what's up? I'll be like, oh my god. Wait, she like she a moment. She like, like Jordan Pill. Her... She she's like Jordan Pill when he's like playing President Obama. He just said, "I'm the yeah. leader of the free world." Drops it off here. Drops the mic. <laughs> right, she gonna come in to be like, "What's up?" I'll be like, "Yo, that would be an epic photo." You got like, mail. If I could be like, yo, you got mail, son. I'm like, oh! One day I need to meet Meg Ryan and have this conversation with her. Oh, good um, lord. <laughs> you don't know me, but our names get mixed up a lot. Um, so, yeah, that needs to happen. So, uh, and anything else is at MegaRan.com. It has every link to everything. In case you don't remember anything I just said, you can just go to MegaRan.com. Right. Right, huh, Meg? Thanks you so much, man. Uh, it's been awesome as always to get you on. I wish you and your family the best. Let's get back on there because I miss you, bro. I'm looking forward uh-huh. to seeing you in person, hopefully yes, in the sir. near future. <laughs> I hope so, bro. Good to talk to you, man. Absolutely. Folks, I hope you enjoyed this very special episode of Talk Time Live exclusive. On behalf of myself and then one and only Mega Ran, all I got to say is learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, uh, movies and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. We are out of here. Take care, people. This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality.